Hello and welcome. My name is Angela Montano, and we are here for our Valentine's Day episode of Prayer on the Air. And I'm so grateful that we're here to explore the nature of love and to really, truly drop ever more deeply into an inquiry, a kind of contemplation of what is love and what am I as love? What are you as love? And might we be able to um, move forward on this day in a contemplation of love. I love a quote by Thomas Merton, the um, monk and mystic who said that contemplation is the highest intellectual and spiritual activity of humankind. And it's interesting, you know, I'm wondering, you know, what do you contemplate? What do I contemplate? I am a big fan of Benjamin Franklin. Um, I studied him in high school and I just was astounded by um, passages that I read from his autobiography. And he would get up three hours early. I remember in high school thinking, oh my God, three hours? And he would contemplate various virtues and write and, and, you know, you know, really study virtues, you know, maybe one week he would study patience, another week he might study generosity and, and really, and in that three hours, he would also, what we would say today is really set intention for the day. And then he spent two hours in the evening reviewing the day, looking at the virtue he studied, where did he, um, you know, where did he miss the mark? Where had he dropped deeper into that virtue? And for anybody who knows what Benjamin Franklin accomplished in his life, it was quite amazing. And that, that blew my mind as a, as a, you know, high school student, like somebody could spend five hours uh, really committed to their inner life and yet have such a dynamic outer life. And I do think that's what love does. You know, when we contemplate the nature of love and let, it's kind of like letting love do us rather than we do love, right? Whatever my ideas of what love is and what love isn't is going to be pretty limited to my history, to my family lineage. And yet when we think of universal loving intelligence, omnipresent, omnipotent, omniscient. We just think about that. That's us beginning to contemplate and we breathe. You know, how might I be ever more aligned to the universal loving intelligence? And what of myself am I today willing to give up? What fear-based identity, fear-based idea am I willing to give up? That's easy for me to ask that question and answer in general. All of it, sure, why not? I want to align with love. But as I know <laughs> from practicing this, you know, some of my most cherished sense of self ideas are fear-based. And so why would I keep them? Why would I hang on to a fear-based idea? It's because in my ignorance, I believe it contributes to my survival. And whenever we're in survival mode, we are in some relationship with fear. Right? When we're in survival mode, it's a way of living where I'm looking out to the world, you're looking out to our world. Okay, is this okay? Is that okay? Is this okay? Is that okay? <gasps> Okay, 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 all that's okay, so I'm okay. But then I gotta do it again because I've gotta be vigilant. Okay, is this okay? Is that okay? Is this okay? Okay, all that's okay, 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 all that's okay. <gasps> I'm okay. Is this okay? Is that okay? Oh my god, this isn't okay. This isn't okay. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? I'm not okay if this isn't okay. And then maybe Whatever that was, it falls apart, but I realize I recover. <laughs> Maybe I find some way to fix it. <sighs> but I'm still afraid. 
so what what's a gal to do? What's a guy to do? What's a being to do? So survival is always checking out, or it might be your bank statement. It might be the health of your loved ones. It might be just the emotional, mental health of someone you live with, but your emotional, mental health, your, you know, maybe for many of us, it's okay, the house is clean, so I'm okay. You know, it's something we reference out there. And often whatever those things are, they move around on us a lot. Because the minute the five things we think need to be okay are okay, that fear, survival energy within us. So, oh, well, what about this sixth thing, the seventh thing, this eighth thing, <laughs> this thing I never thought of before today? Is it okay? So that's fear-based survival modality. That is, I think probably, I was going to just say a very popular way to live, but I bet and I'm I'm not a scientist here, but I I wonder if it's not just the most dominant way of approaching life on the planet today. I don't know that. I don't want to claim that. I wonder. I truly, truly wonder. Now, what's our alternative? What is our alternative? You know, our alternative. is to be internally referenced. To notice that right now, I am, you are, this breath is. And we only let this very moment and our okayness in this very moment be that which we reference. We breathe and We see whatever is right here where we are, and we will always find, I am okay. Maybe the thoughts I think about this moment aren't okay, but in the present moment, in the presence, I am, you are, we are okay. And from there, we have an opportunity to love what is. And to truly love ourselves. One of the interesting things about self-love is to be self-loving, we need to be present with ourselves. To actually be kind to yourself, you must be present. with yourself. And it's from here that I would like to begin our prayer on the air Valentine's Day edition where we pray for one another. I really want us to be very mindfully praying for ourselves today, really loving ourselves up that as we move forward, We can let this love shine. And I understand you may be listening to this as a replay and it's not Valentine's Day, but this is really meant to be a universal love uh, opening that we allow to occur through our prayer on the air uh, meeting today. So welcome to anyone new. I usually don't talk that much at the beginning. Um, We will pray for one another. So if you're listening via the telephone, star two, star two, raise your hand. I welcome you to do that now. Star two, if that's on your keypad of your telephone. If you're listening via the web, um, you just write your request in and I see it, I read it, and then we all pray. So that's how the call works. Um, And I will do an opening prayer now and we will get this prayer party started. In the infinite I am that I am, in the infinite 
infinite love that is in the ever-present movement and flow of divine loving intelligence. I am, you are, we are well. All is well, all shall be well, all manner of things shall be well. And so it is, I accept, I am, you are, we are blessed to join together in the name and nature of divine loving intelligence animating you, animating me. I accept no fear here, only love. And that includes that when fear arises, we love that. We love that which arises. And so it is. I blessed I bless this call in a truly mystical opening to love's nature calling each of us. I say thank you. I accept that this prayer on the air is blessed. What is to be said is said. What is to be heard is heard. What is to be released is released. And that which is to be embraced, truly welcomed, is welcomed. Let us rejoice. Let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 We'll move over to our telephone, I mean our um, written requests. Oh, we have nine so far, and please star two to raise your hands. I haven't seen any hands up yet, so we've got a bunch of written requests. We'll, we'll move forward from there. Ah, so Kat writes in from Texas. Hello, Kat. I'm grateful you are here. And everyone is here. We really do matter. I mean, to come together as a collective in prayer is mighty. Kat writes in, Happy Valentine's Day to all who gather here. You are worthy. You are beautiful. You are fearlessly and wonderfully made. You are a treasure, a gift, and so, so loved. Let love come in then and only then you can give love in return. Many blessings. Thank you, Kat. Thank you so much. And I I receive that and I encourage each and all to receive that. This is the amazing thing. You know, each of us is here and we're each a powerful consciousness. And to receive receive this from Cat's consciousness, for me, is a, is a true blessing. And so just let this in your bones. Hear the words. Metabolize the energy of the words. I'm going to repeat Cat's Valentine to us. Happy Valentine's Day to all who gather here. You are worthy. You are beautiful. You are fearlessly and wonderfully made. You are a treasure, a gift, and so, so loved. Let love come in. Then and only then can you love in return. Many blessings. I love that let love come in. And then only then can you love in return. I know I'm somebody who feels like, okay, I should love. Now, I may not let love in. I may not let God's love in. And so I'm trying to love on my own, like, limited sense of self. That's not it. That's me trying too hard to be good, right? So let love come in. I'm just going to let the love in so I can let it out. Thank you, Kat. Susan from Denver, hello. Good morning. And Susan writes in, I love being on these calls. Thank you for writing that. Um, I love being on these calls too. I wonder what it's like for each of you. You know, I'm alone in my office here. And yet I'm with you, and I don't know if you're, like, alone wherever you are. But I can kind of feel alone, but then I also feel like I'm not alone, especially when Susan writes something in, like, I love being on these calls. It it it, it warms my heart, and I, I'm assuming that sentiment is shared because here we are. Here we are. Nobody, nobody, you know, twisted our arm to be here. So isn't that cool? We're here by choice. We're here by choice. Something brought us together in prayer. Prayer from the heart can achieve what nothing else in the world can, says Gandhi. 
Barb writes in, hello, Angela and prayer community. I'm asking for a prayer for a woman named Dory. She has stage four cancer and has been of such service to stray and feral cats. Thank you for your help, Barb. So this is a tremendous privilege and honor. This being that God created named Dory, who has had a special ministry caring for feral cats. You know, many people wouldn't even bother, and Dory has bothered. Now Dory is moving through a health challenge. And miraculously, Barb has called us in on the case to be available to provide prayer support. So let's get about our prayer business now. We're going to do this. How deeply grateful I am to know that I, that you, that we come together, all of us gathered in the name and nature of wholeness, in the name and nature of divine perfection, in the name and nature of the victorious tone, the triumphant tone of the divine. I claim I am, you are, we are here to be sounding the victorious tone, sounding the triumphant tone now. The linear egoic mind says, wait, you can't do that. Well, let's, let's find out what happens with the cancer first. You know, that's, that's when we'll, we can, yeah, we'll, we'll rejoice once we find out, you know, when, when we know this is better, but not now, not now. No, now, now, now. Ask and it is given, believing you have already and that you are already receiving it. So already Let us receive the good news for Dory. And while I don't know what that good news will be in terms of the outline of it, I affirm the good news that is the resounding wholeness and love that God is now. This is what is present where Dory is. This is what I see. This is what I witness. This is what we come together to witness, to see. All is well where Dory is. I'm knowing she is sourced and supplied by the infinite supply and the infinite source of love itself. And all this love needs is a witness. I bear witness to this. And I trust in the movement of God as Dory's life. I bless Dory. I feel good about it. I say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, God. And I let go and I let God. And we include a blessing here for Barb who brings us to this opportunity. Thank you, Barb. Blessings to you. And so it is good and very good. Amen. 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 Jackie, hello, Jackie in New York. Hi, Angela. Just wanted to say thank you for these powerful prayer sessions. Happy Valentine's Day to you and everyone. Thank you. So we've got another Valentine from Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. And I, and just even regarding these, when you say powerful prayer sessions, that's, I can feel that, um, Jackie, you know, And the more we awaken to the power, it's a subtle power, the power of prayer. It doesn't hit you over the head, but it it changes you from the inside out and changes the world from the inside out. So I so appreciate that. Let us be available to, to, to diving deeper into the powerful nature of our prayer sessions. And then we get blessings. You know, when, when, when anyone gives us a blessing, as Jackie does in this moment, and as I've said before, it is saying, I'm placing God upon your life. It's saying, I'm placing divine love upon your life. It's no small thing. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. And that goes to everyone here, me and everyone here. Thank you. And so it is. Amen. And we bless Jackie in return. Thank you and blessings 
to you, Jackie. Happy Valentine's Day. Ah, Elizabeth in Oslo, dear Angela and all of you, today I request prayer for two nephews, a 23-year-old, a 25-year-old, who lost their father five weeks ago. The youngest is autistic, and the oldest one is suffering from fatigue. Okay. All right, so as we move into this prayer, let us, I'm just getting just to begin. Let us begin. Hang on, everyone. We'll begin again. And that's what we have to do sometimes, isn't it? Begin again. And as we begin again, let us place these two nephews, 23-year-old young man and a 25-year-old man, Elizabeth's nephews. And their father made his transition five weeks ago. And I do like to use the term made his transition because it allows us to remember that Life is eternal. Life is eternal. We are all birthless and deathless, and we are eternal beings. I I understand we often don't take ourselves to be eternal beings. We would be wise to do so. It's a much kinder context for living. And so in the eternal nature of their father and the eternal nature of the 23-year-old and the eternal nature of the 25-year-old, I'm knowing in the eternal nature of these beings, there is only love and there is only connection in love. They are connected eternally and this love is flowing and that which we refer to as death does not stop love. It does not disconnect love. It does not fracture love. Love is. Love is. Love is. I claim and declare for the 23-year-old, for the 25-year-old, for the father that passed, that each and all are divinely guided in ways that allow the robust nature of their love connection to continue to multiply, to continue to amplify, to be continued to be felt in mind, body, and spirit. And yes, there is a tremendous loss in the sense of the father no longer inhabited the body temple. And that's a huge, gigantic change to adjust to. I bless them in adjusting to the shift in circumstances. I call forth the deepest intelligence of their being guiding them. And it's not about, well, I'll try to feel my father. I'll try to sense him. No, it's an allowing. It's a letting. I claim each son and the father open, just open, open to the eternal nature of this love connection. Blessing them in ways beyond our imaginings. And so I am, you are, we are affirming the love is. And the love is sourcing and supplying each and all. The Father, as he continues to move in the greater yet to be of his existence and in the Son's greater be of their existence, I claim deep and profound blessings. I let it be and so it is. Amen. 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 Ah, so hello, Diane from Wales. Happy Valentine's Day. Hi, Angela. A couple of weeks ago on Prayer on the Air, following the many prayer requests I've made for my beautiful daughter, Lucy, you lovingly suggested practicing non-attachment and mentioning a book about this by Karen Casey. I ordered the book entitled Let Go Now. 
By the way, Diane, thank you, because it was after that call, I looked at the book on my shelf and I said the wrong name. I think I called it Detachment, and it is entitled Let Go Now. So thank goodness you found it. Let Go Now, Embrace Detachment as a Path to Freedom, and it has now arrived. I've just been reading the preface and the list of meditations and pause and reflections. It's so beautiful. I can't wait to read the rest of the book. Thank you so much for your love and guidance and, of course, the beautiful prayers. Love and light to you, Diane. I love that book, uh, Let Go Now. Thank you for giving me the correct title. It, it's, it, was, it has been an important book for me. I, I think it's especially, you know, I think for anybody who tends to be a people pleaser or, you know, in any way codependent, um, it's a precious book. And, and I actually think it's especially good for those of us who do have young adult offsprings. It's no one exactly, or at least no one told me exactly how to, you know, do this process of individuation where you're no longer the manager of that person's life. And yet we as parents often feel so vulnerable in relationship to our offspring's choices. And so we want to control them and give them the wisdom of our ways. And, you know, some of that may seem just fine, but another part is like, do you really know what is best for that person? Do you really know what God's plan is for them? How do you let them go forward with their path? And uh, this book on detachment, it's really the more detached we can be uh, the more unconditional love flows. That's what's amazing. You can live and let live. Live and let live. I think of choices I made. I was a, as many of you know or may not know, but I was a television news reporter. And I got this deep, deep, like deep call from spirit to you know, move in a very different direction where I was to study human consciousness and prayer. And ah, it was very difficult for my parents to watch me leave that job. I had a secretary. It was a very good job, an office. I got to report on stories, you know, in the region in which I lived and other states. And they were so proud of me, you know, so proud of me. And um, I, in essence, I took that away from them in following this deeper movement within. That was very difficult to explain. Um, I couldn't have told them then I'd be doing this now, you know. So I try to remember that for me when I'm questioning, you know, what my offspring is doing or not doing. Like, do I know for sure? And it's not about being mute and never... Uh, sharing but it's 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 about sharing when you're asked to share and in the meantime holding the high watch and remembering the movement of love the movement of love the movement of love is all there is my mind wants to make a story out of what it what is put it in a you know a worry box and then fear right prayer lets us Take it out of that worry box and put it in a wonder box. Wonder. From worry to wonder. I wonder. I wonder. I wonder how God is alive in this. I may not see it. I wonder how God is at the mid, in the midst of this, at the center and circumference of this. And I'm speaking this with Diane right now related to just the challenge of letting go of, of fear around your adult children, but it's, it's what I'm speaking of is for each of us individually too, you know, where am I worried about myself that I might wonder about myself? You know, where are you worried about yourself that you might wonder about your own infinite eternal nature? Ah, We have one more sharing from Diane. Hi, Angela. I listened to last week's prayer on the air on catch-up. Um, I guess you caught it up. You weren't here then. Uh, it was a beautiful hour of sharing 
prayer, and love, thank you. I feel deeply grateful for who and what I have in my life. But like one of the prayer family members last week, I too would like to meet someone, a partner to share my life with. However, I guess we have to trust the timing and know that everything is working in divine order. I'm also grateful for your prayer on the air and your perception, wisdom, and insight. They are invaluable. Could we pray today for all of humanity, for life on earth, for our beautiful planet, for peace, love, and healing and light? Many thanks to all, Diane. Oh, that's so beautiful. It's so beautiful that you... I just love this this prayer request, and it's just such a gift to each and all of us. Um, so, you know, let us let us approach this. You know, I'd like to meet someone, you know. I would like to meet someone. I'm here. Let us just pause for a moment. There is a metaphysician, her name is Catherine Ponder, and she wrote many, not many, I don't know how many, but some books on abundance, like from a metaphysical perspective, how to approach abundance. And she shares a story in there of a prayer, I guess you would call it a prayer affirmation, that she gave two different clients. And this is it, divine Love within me radiates from me, drawing to me all that I need to feel happy and complete. So I want us to break that down. Divine love within me. So let's all center there with divine love within me. And Diane, you know, really do this as 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 it's being spoken. So, I mean, that's a revelation in and of itself, right? Divine love within me. And I know when we say me, a lot of us think of like within my body. But it's more than that. Like your body, from a metaphysical point of view, is even in your consciousness. So divine love within my consciousness within the non-local, non, you know, like I can't, it's not just like, okay, it's within me, it's, you know, under my left armpit, divine love. No, it's, it, it, it can't be localized. The divine love within your consciousness. And yes, it can be divine love in, within every cell of your body. Yes, divine love is in every cell of your body. Divine love is in every region of what we might categorize as the mental body, the emotional body, the astral body, the etheric body, divine love within me, all the ways I would categorize me, divine love within me, I'm too vast to be named as divine love itself, and yet divine love within me. And now let us Use imagery, divine love within me, radiating from me. So just think about how a heat might radiate from a heater or light radiates from the sun. So now we're letting our divine love radiate. So it's radiating from behind you, in front of you, beneath you, beside you above you, below you, divine love radiating. So let's keep going. Divine love within me, radiating from me. This is a real interesting part. Draws to me. So the divine love radiating draws to itself so that's not my personality that's something beyond my personality the divine love radiates to me now 
I mean, it, it draws to me. I think I said that wrong. The divine love within me radiates from me, draws to me. The divine love is drawing unto itself what it needs. So you and I are letting, allowing, letting, allowing. This is where ego wants to grasp. Oh, something's coming in. Better better get it. Like a spider. Got to get that in my web. No. Relax. Relax. Allow. Let. Let there be light. Let it be drawn to you. Which is always, <clears throat> you know, going to require us to change in some way. So we'll be letting go of something, but we're going to allow that divine love to draw to us whatever, whomever we need. Be happy and complete. And we just relax with, I am happy and complete. Just notice, like, what, what, what keeps you from being happy and complete right now in your mind? What are the thoughts in your mind? I've got a few that would keep me from being happy and complete, but they're just my story. They're just my story. Right now, we have an opportunity to really open to our happiness and our completeness. And detachment is a big part of that, just living and let living. So we welcome divine love within me, radiating from me. draws to me whatever, whomever I need to be happy and complete. Amen. So it's interesting at our opening of our session today, we talked about contemplation. That We just did some contemplation. It's kind of like a combination of feeling and thinking, but it's also got a kind of reaching to it. We're reaching beyond our current perceptions. I think this is a beautiful, beautiful practice. And in the book that Catherine Ponder writes, she talks about two clients. And one client, she said, just really did this in this really, like, non-attached way. And she was at a friend's house at a pool, and she was floating on a pool and just enjoying herself so much. And her float bumped into someone else's float and they got to talking and it happened to be a man and they had such a lovely conversation that they ended up going out and forming a relationship and they actually got married and that woman really felt that that prayer affirmation allowed her to be the space for that meeting and then she had another client who just said to her, you know, this does not work. This does not work. I've called everybody. This is an old book. So she said, everybody in my Rolodex, you know, I've asked every friend if they had somebody to fix me up with. And, you know, I've really gone for it. You know, I haven't just sat back and tried let this work. You know, I've, I've been in action, which I think was what we should do. I did the affirmation, but I, you know, it's nothing's working. And Catherine Ponder's perspective on that is is the person who was in action, though we think of action as such an earnest thing, that they were trying to control it, which is different than letting go. And they were very earnestly, I'm sure very sincerely, meaning well, of course, they wanted to meet somebody, but they were still in the fear of not having. You know, what's difficult about calling someone in is you can't call someone from a metaphysical point of view. Let me say that first. You can't think something's missing, something's missing, someone's missing, my lover is missing, my lover is missing. And from that energy, call it in. It's like you can't go from I'm poor, I'm poor, I'm poor, I'm poor and attract richness. You have to, from a metaphysical point of view, find the I already have it. I already am it. 
You know, to she who has, even that which she has increases. To she who has not, even that which she has decreases. Right? That's a metaphysical interpretation of a Bible passage about uh, um, consciousness. So having a having consciousness. What I love about this affirmation is a having consciousness. Divine love within me. Oh my God, I've got divine love within me. Divine love radiating from me. Oh my God, divine love is radiating from me. You know, it's drawing to me. Oh my God, it's happening now. It's drawing to me. All I need to be happy and complete. I can already, again, the happiness and completeness, don't put that out in the future. Well, happy and complete when? No, right now. It's drawing to you what you need to be happy and complete. And you don't know what's going to show up at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 8 o'clock. But, but you're, you're in the faith. You're in the love of. And right now, it's drawing to me all of you. I need you to be with me in this prayer call. It's drawing to you, me, and all of us in this prayer call. You see? Happening now. Happening now. Occurring now. You know, the mind always wants to go, well, we'll see. <laughs> you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, but let the invisible be happening now. Okay. So I'll toddle over here to the phones. Caroline, hello. Hey, Angela. Hi. Hi. Happy Love Day. Yes, to you too. Um, thank you so much for the call. And I remember that affirmation so well. Um, and, you know, I know that I manifested from that place. And, you know, I have this little book that you sent to me nine years ago um, called You Are So Loved. And I, I have looked at it often. And even today as I'm in a relationship and just, you know, you wrote to me, it was it was a Valentine from you. I'm so thankful for this and that that I still have it and and your note said may you realize ever more deeply that you are so loved as you read this little book and it just it always touches me that reminder of how um deeply loved I am you know having nothing to do with anything outside of myself Mm. and so I so appreciate that um and uh you know in listening to this call, it, it is about love. And, um, you know, I'm watching my nephew Xander the next couple of days. And, um, you know, I just love to put him in prayer. He um, He's changed a lot over the last, you know, since the pandemic and um, become more withdrawn. And he's just not, he's just really become very reserved and, and quiet as he's gotten older and, immersed in his video games and just kind of detached in ways that you know I don't want to worry about it but I do mm-hmm. um, so I would just love to put him in prayer and um, also my health you know I've had this thing with high cholesterol and it's up again and my doctor um, has encouraged me to switch to a plant-based diet so it's been a huge adjustment for me and um, my sleep and just my energy level isn't quite what it has been over the last couple of weeks. And I know that I think I've put this in prayer before and and Louise Hay says it's about uh, being open to like high cholesterol has something to do with being open to joy. And in my, in the last time I called in, we were kind of throwing on the idea that um, on some level that I have this, uh, resistance to joy or to opening up to a greater level of joy in my life. And so to the extent that I can let go of any of those unconscious blocks, um, I'm happy to. Beautiful. Thank you. So I'll just share a few thoughts <clears throat> related to what you're saying. So I'm so grateful you have that little book. And, you know, I remember I sent out books to clients that year and you know I don't think I've done it since and you know part of me wants to feel really bad about myself like I did that nine years ago and I haven't done it since but it it's so humbling to know that whatever we do that you know I'm already ready to feel bad about myself that you know that would have been a good thing to do every year and and you know whatever reason I did it that year and I don't know how where those books are now, you know, and, and where they are blessing someone. So 
it's just such an opportunity for me in your calling in just to forgive myself, you know, um, for not being more, you know, my, my egoic mind says I should be more, I should be better. And just like, it just invites me into so much humility. You know, I did that nine years ago and maybe I'll do it nine years again, or maybe I'll do it next year or something. I don't know, but it, it just really touches me to drop into a place of, you know, that was my best and that is my best and I can embrace myself. And I like how you say, you know, um, happy love day. I do like that even better for me than happy Valentine's day. And I do think we are making a transition where Valentine's day isn't just about heterosexual lovers, you know, it, you know, in this, you know, more, you know, I think the way it, I thought of it, at least growing up and it is happy love day. And that is very expansive. So I so appreciate that. And for sure, we will pray right now for net for Xander and, you know, for all young people, this pandemic has been such a tremendous thing for young people. You know, you think of two years, that seems like a long time to me, but if you're 14 or 16 or 12, it's a lot more higher percentage of your life. And, you know, our job as we pray for Xander and all young people is to, you know, at one point you said, you know, he's immersed in, you know, his video games, he's reserved, he's quiet. Our job as we pray for Xander is to affirm that he's immersed in God. He's immersed in divine love. He's immersed in uh, the prayer support that we are generating. He is immersed in joy. He's immersed in peace. That's what we want to affirm about and for Xander. Now, the the um, the temptation is to judge by appearances. And even without the pandemic, you know, as a young man moves from childhood to adolescence, it's it's quite common for that person it's not always to become less talkative you know to go in more and you know i you know it's like if you ask a nine-year-old a question you know you might get you know a paragraph or two of an answer you ask a 14 or a 15 year old that same question and they might say yeah no i'm okay you know and that's it so part of that you know is developmental um, in the individuation process. And so it's hard not to go, oh, well, you know, he was happier when he was nine than he is now. We want to judge not by appearances, judge not by, just by fear. And we want to simply know who and whose Xander is. And we're just affirming through prayer that he is in the right place at the right time to realize his joy potential. And so, let us pray for Xander, and then we're going to do another prayer, Caroline, related to health. So I just want to do this prayer separately for Xander. So how deeply grateful I am to know that Xander is an emanation of the Most High God. That just as we were uh, reminded by Kat at the beginning of this call that we are wonderfully and marvelously made, let's remember that for Xander right now. Xander is wonderfully and marvelously made. And love is at the center of his, of his being. Love is at the circumference of his being. And I'm absolutely affirming his guides, his angels. I affirm his deep spirituality. I affirm his intelligence, his beauty on every level of his being. I know that he's being walked and talked. He's being listened and heard. He's being spoken by a power and presence within him. I trust in the God essence of his being. I accept that Xander is made in the image and in the likeness and out of God. I affirm his true nature to be the stuff of joy itself, ever expanding, ever radiating, ever extending. I bless Xander and I bless Caroline as his aunt, that may she have eyes to see, ears to hear, a heart that knows the God essence that he is. 
And so we claim for Caroline a deep shift from worry to wonder, worry to wonder, that she may wonder about his magnificence. I say thank you, dear God, for this and so much more. I let go, we let go. I let God, we let God, and allow it to be, allow it to be, heaven on earth. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Ah, so I I love your next request about health and and your speaking of joy. So we'll we'll do this with just affirming like divine right cholesterol cholesterol levels so like on that physical level. We want to just place that prayer right there and also you know speak of the openness to joy. And I know I'm resistant to joy as well, Caroline. Like I can feel it. Like I don't know if it's like I'm still have some I never thought of myself as fear of the other foot shoe dropping you know but that's what it feels like inside of me like it's just sort of like a vigilance to something so I and I know I'm not alone in this I know you aren't so I feel like that's what we're being called to to see if we can soften and let go of that's just fear you know so let us let us pray. Hmm. How good it is to be here to absolutely know that something magnificent is happening. And right where Caroline is, the life, the intelligence, the love, the very consciousness of health itself expresses as Caroline. And we're affirming the consciousness of health around anything and everything related to cholesterol levels. And we're placing God at the very center, at the very circumference. We're placing God large and in charge related to anything and everything having to do with the most exquisite, beautiful, wonderful cholesterol levels. And so as there is any shift in diet that is called forth, we bless it deeply. We call for an integration of this diet into Caroline's life in a way that allows the radiance of health to shine ever more fully, completely, brightly, wonderfully. And we bless Caroline in relationship to sleep and just the rhythm of day and night and adjusting to all of this. This is the activity of health in, through, and as her life. And we bless it and name it good and very good. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Thanks, Angela. You're so welcome. Thank you. Just feel this love. Just feel this love. The energy of prayer on this call. Let's just take like 30 seconds to be still together. Go back. Okay. All right. Okay. If you had your hand up and you would like to have prayer, we have time for one more caller. I thought I had some other hands up and then I went to my screen and I don't. Okay. Now here's one coming up. All right. Hello. Eileen, hi. What would you like prayer for? Oh, my goodness. All the prayers have been very appropriate. I'm sort of stuck and discouraged. And I am highly critical. And unfortunately, I have a very quick mind. And recently, I've done a lot of things in my life. And recently, someone has said, oh, 
you weren't in that very long. I'm sort of surprised. Why did you quit? And before she even finished her question, my critic jumped up and said, because you never finish anything. I mean, you stupid idiot. And that's not what I said. But um, unfortunately, I've let this venom leak out. And then during the lunch, she was talking about something. And I, I she has a habit that is uh, upsetting to many people. And I asked her, why do you do that? And I unfortunately did it in an attacking, critical way, and it was hard. And there were tears upset. And I, this happened yesterday. I've been working on forgiveness, and just um, we were talking about divine love. I thought, well, my thought is just don't be around anybody, I mean, and then you won't have that problem of saying something unkind. And and then I thought about, well, could God love me as a critical person, <laughs> a judgmental critical person, until I get different, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm discouraged. Okay. Well, that's a perfect place to be to receive prayer, you know. And um, so let's go straight into this prayer. I, I ah, so I'll, I'll say a few words and, and then we'll pray. So <clears throat> I don't think there's anybody on this call that can't relate to feeling stuck and discouraged. Mm-hmm. And so just know that you are not alone. And every single one of us, I'm sure, at some point has been really offended by something someone said the way they said it. And, you know, I certainly relate to 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 feeling discouraged. I certainly have been there. All of us have critical. I know some of us tend to be more or less critical, maybe as a personality, but um, I I can join you. And I know what it's like to feel that critical kind of you know tendency so I I first just want to say you are not alone you know to be human is to err welcome to the human race and I just think Valentine's Day for you has just been a perfect setup that you are to love yourself exactly where you are love day is is unconditional love day for you Eileen and you deserve love you deserve love. You deserve love even if you took offense. And even if you let her have it, you deserve love. You deserve love. And yes, you can forgive yourself. And while you forgive yourself, you can forgive her. I, We're all doing the best we can. We're all doing the best we can. You know, so many of us relate to life in kind of a hierarchical way. And so, you know, that person... You know, they might feel like, well, if I put people down, it gets me up higher and I got to get me up higher, you know. And it's also possible, you know, that we're putting ourselves down and we can hear something like that. Maybe that person just meant nothing by it, but but we're we're already critical of ourselves. So we take it as an attack and then we attack back. You know, it really is just all forgivable. That's the main thing. Forgiving you, forgiving her. And loving yourself just as you are, just as you are. And so, you know, Eileen so beautifully brings us to such an important point, which is love is unconditional. I know we say the word unconditional love, and I think we have to because we assume love is conditional. I know as a child I received approval based on how I behaved, and I thought, well, that's love. And I really thought love you know, you know, there's these conditions. And so, well, I'll be the most perfect person I can be to get the most love I can get. And then, of course, that makes you, well, it made me, you know, I think it's kind of what can create somebody to be kind of uptight, you know, and not very free inside, right? So we're just wanting to claim inner freedom. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to do everything perfect. And forgiveness is the good news. And how perfect we get to forgive ourselves, forgive others, and hold Eileen in this space of self-forgiveness. We love her up in our prayer circle just as she is. And we love this other woman up just as she is. Everyone deserves love without condition. I let it be, and so it is. Amen, amen, amen.
Thank you such so much, Eileen. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Ah, so we have a couple more written requests that are really quite beautiful here. I want to get to them before we close out today. <clears throat> so Angela, my fellow Angela, Angela in Portland. Dear Angela, happy Valentine's Day. Thank you for these beautiful and powerful prayer sessions. Blessings to you and everyone. I request prayer for more love for Mother Earth and all of us on it and that we may come to realize our connectedness to everything and everyone. Beautiful. What a beautiful prayer. And that's reminding me, Angela, of when I was a little girl and I remember, I don't know how Maybe I wasn't that little. I don't know. I might have been like, I want to say like 17. I remember waking up to the earth was alive. Like before then, I just thought of the earth as like this thing that I used, I walked upon. And I remember when I realized like, oh, the rivers are like her bloodstream. And I just awoke to the living organism. And I think when you awaken to that, the aliveness of the earth, the, the flowers, the trees, the clouds, the sun, the, you know, only love is available to us when we realize the earth is alive. So I feel like as you call forth this prayer today, Angela, you're calling forth an awakening that we're earthlings. That's We are earthlings. And Mother Earth is our source for our earthlingness, Right. And so there's got to be only love, only love and only connection. When we awaken, we see it. We we feel it. So I'm absolutely joined with Angela, with you, with all of us. This prayer, this powerful prayer circle, we say yes, 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 yes to the awakening inside the heart, the global heart of humanity. Our love for Mother Earth, it's there. It's there. There's only love between the earthlings and the earth in our right mind, right? In our right mind. This is what I say yes to. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. And it just takes one person like Angela from Portland. It's like, you know, the Olympic flame. Just somebody lights it and then the torch gets taken. Angela has lit this torch for us, and now we're taking this all around the world, inside the heart of humanity. And right now, I accept people are awakening more fully to their love for the earth. And out of that, new actions and habits and ways of being form effortlessly in time and on time. I say it is so. I let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 And now, just before closing, ah, and Pamela, just we'll read Pamela. I haven't been able to be on the live broadcasts. They are so valuable, as are you. I know this is a universe of possibility and miracles, and I know that a special person is out there looking for and awaiting me as I am looking for and awaiting him. May I share the following quote by John O'Donohue, Irish poet, author, priest, philosopher. Love is the threshold where divine and human presence ebb and flow into each other. That's beautiful. Love is the threshold where divine and human presence ebb and flow into each other. Thank you so much for that prayer. Pamela, I consider that a prayer affirmation. I say yes, and I bless you in this deep space of receptivity. I accept it, so be it, and so it is. Amen. 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 And I just got one last prayer request. Just please pray for me by Misty. Please pray for me. So let us pray for Misty and we will bring us into our closing prayer from here. 
how deeply grateful I am to know that right where Misty is, the divine loving intelligence is not dormant, not inactive, not merely a concept, but real, 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 active, dynamic, flowing. I'm knowing this love presses out any sense of fear, doubt, worry. I claim where Misty is, there's vision, there's upliftment, there's well-being, there's health, there's joy, there's forgiveness. There's all these qualities of God, alive, dynamic, occurring where Misty is. I accept that in just this simple prayer request, please pray for me. There is an opening. There is an opening of the divine from within, flowing out, shifting the mental concepts that Misty would have about herself or her life. I accept there is a renewing of mind. There is a renewing of mind, a renewing of body, a renewing of spirit. As we say yes, as we celebrate this for Misty, I claim that each and every one of us on this call listening to the replay says yes for ourselves and says yes for those we love, that we may live in this renewed state of infinite possibility born of love. Yes, I say, joining Caroline with happy love day, happy love day. We may be happy, we may be loved on this day. So be it, and so it is. Amen, 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 amen. And I'm going to unmute everyone. We can say happy Valentine's Day to one another. It'll just be on for three seconds, and we will close from there. So much love and happy Valentine's Day. We're all unmuted. All we need is happy Valentine's Day. 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 Happy Valentine's Day.